0: oh hello didn't see you come in there come come warm your warm your feet by the audible fire as uh As I introduce you to PNBFM, the wintery wonderland spectacular. I am uh, Dylan the Snowman, your podcast MC for the night, and joining me is my cohort in chilly, icy game
1: music, Robert. uh, Robert's the um, red-nosed, drunk uncle. (laughs) Robert the red-nosed, drunk uncle joining me in this escapade
0: through a winter wonderland of sorts it's the end of the year it's the winter season as it were at least by the time you are listening to this um so i thought it was a nice little gesture in order to uh get some of my favorite and rob's favorite uh wintry game music picks and uh my first pick which uh is only because i feel like it it, it it's very reminiscent of a lot of old sort of, like, I, I I said Disney. I think it's very Disney-esque in its uh, tone is Super Mario 3D World Snowball Park. And I only bring that up as, like, something interesting or special because Mario tends to be very eclectic and has its own kind of sound style. Mario doesn't really ape a lot of other genres most of the time. But Snowball Park, definitely, like, it's a... It, it sets a vibe of like, oh, come gather! Like it's Christmas dinner, it's, you know. It's, it's when... a
1: short, fanciful jaunt, I would say. Yes,
0: for sure. Um, but it, like, three D World's great music, fantastic. A lot of fucking horns. It was mid twenty tens Nintendo. They were full of they. Like they must have owed, owed some like trumpet and fucking you know bassoon players money or something because there were <laughs> there was there was so much brass in Nintendo games at that time. From fucking Pokemon to uh, Mario to I mean even like Mario Kart, Mario Kart Eight. Famous for its saxophones, so. Uh, but no, uh, touching on three D World Snowball Park, like uh, Robert said, it's it's kind of like a jovial, jaunty kind of uh, winter vibe, um, and it's a good one to kind of get us in- ingratiated with uh, with the
1: wintry aesthetic that we are. Tr- well,
0: what is the audible aesthetic? What is that word? What am I looking for?
1: The, um, well, well, the, the, the let's call this episode um, "Wintered Mix." It's very wintered it, it's mix. very wintered. They, they're just they're just like. Has this feel of of that particular season. And that's the theme
0: you're going to see throughout all these games, which are, as we're one to do, get pretty eclectic here, although I do have quite a few Nintendo games. But hey, I have a a type, (laughs) Robert has a type, and you're going to see a lot of PS1 games in Robert's picks.
1: So, (laughs) only one. Thank you. Is Ape Escape
0: 3
1: well, a PS2 game? Ape Escape 3 is a PS2 game. Yes. Well, we might as well get into it. Ah, uh, might as well. Um, yes, Ape Escape 3. Um, so, if you listen to this track um, by uh, Su- Sushi um, Terada, um, mm-hmm. they've been the composer throughout this uh, series, um, a series that um, desperately needs to get back. Um,
0: yeah, we were really talking about this should, in the pre-show. should. Oh.
1: It, 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 damn it, it
0: deserves it. to uh, to be in the, in the spotlight. Like, apex games are solid ass games, man. I remember they, playing them. they mm. pre dual. or no, was it was it pre
1: dual shock or did it invent the dual shock? It, 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 it like you. It was the first game where you needed to have the dual shock. I vividly remember getting this game. It's like, oh cool, and then getting the prompt. It's like, hey, you need the dual shock. It's like, what the hell is that? I have this reg- regular rinky dinky like. <laughs> skinny PlayStation One controller. This, this very the, skinny. It, it's
0: it's very much like an SNES controller, honestly. Without the without the analog sticks, it, it, you can see a lot
1: more of like an SNES DNA. Whereas when you see Doom like a cheaper, it's like, like plastic, more more plasticky. Feel of an SNES controller. DualShock is here's the next 25 years of video game controllers. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Like we're only now just
0: starting to get into the to the phrase of like kind of doing stuff something different with the classic controller scheme. And uh,
1: Ape Escape definitely definitely captured a lot of that. It, but so. uh, what what Astrobot is doing and and being PlayStation's oh gosh like mascot. They're 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 they should have been. For, for, for like, all right, here's a technical showpa- show piece. Okay, it's it's mm. it's a like a, de- a decent platformer. You collect stuff. It can be short. It, can, it, it it can just be something to try out the system. And it would just it would just be like, it's it's nice and cute and, and and no frills. It just it it works so well. But then Wait, it's just like, did, all right, why? we 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 blasted through it in a couple of years. It's like, all right, we peaked at uh, three. All right, we're done. <laughs> we're done.
0: We're done because uh, we're done for some some reason, reason. Yeah. For some reason, in Ape Escape Three, this art I'm looking at, this uh, fucking this monkey with sunglasses has like an Uzi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, dude. This guy, like, we got a ninja. Yeah, we got one. Sam Fisher
1: goggles and a banana, and like this guy's got a, he's got well, a gun. It's that. It's that. the thing is with Escape Three, it, it, it's it's um, um, Metal Gear Solid Three tie-in too. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh yeah.
0: How late was Ape Escape Three? I thought I really. Like Ape Escape to me is a oh, mid 90s franchise but I guess it might be a little bit more contemporary.
1: No, they they they're, they're they're later than that. I think it's like 97 for Ape Escape 1.
0: Well, I mean it was like dual shock time and I remember I remember Ape Escape 1 vividly just cuz my cousin had 1999 had that one game the most. I remember the fucking like the the net the and like weird lightsaber fucking looking thing like Yeah. It, it, it was it was it's vaguely 2006 was Ape Escape fled. thirty. 2006? Oh, yeah, baby. What the heck? Oh, There's yeah. There's no... Oh, six! That's in... That is That's, that's PS3 territory right there. Good lord. I had no idea it was this recent. I- I'm expecting fucking Matrix parodies out of this or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, was- maybe out of Ape Escape 2, probably. Yeah. Because it was yeah. very much that, that type of series where, like, it was... It, it, it was nearing Minions level, like, uh... You just, just, just like... <laughs> volume of, of like meme-ability meme, meme with, uh, with this type of like creature. It's them and rabbits. They can just do whatever <laughs> with, yeah. But, uh, but uh, so, um, actually yeah, touch it, on it, the song. It's, yeah, uh, like I... it, it's li- like the game, it, 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 it's it's rather repetitive. Yeah. Um, it, it is, but it, if you also listen to um, our, our other like uh, whatever the hell we do for presents um, feed, Rant.exe, um, the ones I usually edit are, I, I use a lot of Ape Escape tracks um, for their incredible loops. They're like, good they, for they loops. just make, make, make for such... Loops. Yes,
2: <laughs> they, sure. they make
1: such such great like interstitial like uh, loops so that they, they, they go on for like longer than you want them to go, but like they're they're great for like you know twenty seconds. It's like oh man, that's a dope track. But uh, Witcher'sville, really is. the name of the song, um, is no different. Um, no matter how many times you hear the um, three noted twinkle every two mm. seconds in this tra- track
0: yeah and i, I kind of like also the percussion in the background like the the, the drums it's very lo-fi it's yeah very, honestly it's very contemporary like lo-fi hip-hop beats are fucking everywhere they have been for like three years mm-hmm. you know like uh, in this this song uh, specifically hits those kind of vibes it i would say it's ahead of its time if this is like a 2006 game
1: yeah it, you can definitely feel that like like this 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 is a- Ape Escape, the, the original one that came out like when trip hop was was kind of fading, or at, at, it was it, it was kind of fading. Where like, you can feel like there, there there was that inspiration there to it, and you can hear it in, 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 in some of the, the tracks there. But then also you, you like with Ape Escape too, Ape Escape the entire series, it is very, very much just, it was just like holy shit, this is a great game soundtrack that, that, that you can use. For uh, any sort of like modern music today. And then you, you have some like cartoony kitty bullshit where it's like, man, this is unlistenable. I can't deal with this.
0: <laughs> but no, I think it's a it's a solid track. Like you said, solid like loops, solid beats. Like you could loop this for, you know, 30 minutes very easily. Um, exactly. Just kind of, yeah. You know, stitch it together very well. solid pick, and also very solid as we go into our next track, which is Route 216 from Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Um, now, Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, the DS era of Pokemon games, I feel like it's had a pretty strong resurgence of, man, these fucking tracks slap. like They're really fucking good. Um, but usually that's for more energetic and more upbeat bops. A lot of legendary Pokemon themes, a lot of uh, gym leader themes, things like that. Route 216 it goes for something different. It's one of the first pure snow areas in Pokemon games. Like, there's been there's been like icy caves, and like, oh, here's an ice gym leader. Um, but Route 216 is the first time, like, you have snow as an element in Pokemon, because it leads directly into a town that's, you know, centered around the snow. <laughs> um, and it just, the, the way it starts real slow, like, real, real kind of like, with the echoing percussion in the background. It, 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 and, um, it kind of swerves
1: a little, accordion a little music, bit. Accordion Yeah.
0: Slightly accordion-ish. But then it just goes into like a jingly bob, like you're just walking yeah. into like a, like you're walking into like a two thousands mall, you know, just like ah, oh, it's like the the fervor of, of capitalism. Malls are never gonna go away, folks. You know, <laughs> malls are the epicenter of culture. Uh, they're never never gonna fade. Never gonna get buried. But um, no, I, I feel like Route two sixteen uh, really captures that feeling, <laughs> and you know, I, yeah. I do. I it's cliche, but like having the music hit. Divorce in the game is different, because I remember Route 216 for, you know, like, the Nintendo DS audio fidelity of stepping through snow, you know, just, yep. Yeah, right, you have sound here, effects gotta... to go with it, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like, they, they, they are, the sound effects in a lot of ways are just as iconic as the tracks can be. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Junichi Masuda, working his magic with Pokemon music, even uh, to this day, like, he, he is a joy to listen, um, like, experiment a little with Pokemon, because, Pokemon, I feel like has a bit of a—I don't know if I call it a stigma—but a lot of its music you can kind of write off a little
1: bit. Uh, yeah, th- if and, you don't actually th- th- pay attention to it. That's uh, what caught me w- w- with this one because you, you kind of like when you think Pokemon music, like it's—it's it, it's far more static. There's there's not much that changes after like, let's say twenty seconds in that track. Right. This, is, this is like I haven't played that many Pokemon games, but this is like just what I've. I've heard this sounds more like an OC remix of a Pokemon track and yeah in fact, like I would love to hear what wh- ones um, th- if somebody remixed this
2: Boy, into a, a more produced
1: um, song
2: they, 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 yes yeah they, 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 they
1: probably did but uh, beyond the snow jingles uh, the um, the melody hooks me with it's just th- these sudden spikes in drops in in, in pitch like they the, is like the bassy beats and upbeat organs, all, all like competing yeah. for your attention in, in a Pokemon game that that um, Pokemon game track uh, that that bobs and weaves throughout. Certainly, certainly.
0: but now that's going to lead us into i'd say almost the polar opposite of a winter aesthetic in hitman contracts uh, winter nights <laughs> quite a shot and chaser combo pokemon to hitman but
1: uh... hitman contracts winter nights uh yeah um sorry we're, we're not going to keep this upbeat so, you know it's, it's, sometimes you you're just you're just going to be staring down <laughs> staring down a bottle for christmas day cuz your family left you, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I guess it can get that depressing. No, like, winter <laughs> night to me, though, uh, it, it kind of just speaks more of just, like, you know, walking home. Like, it's it's getting dark at, like, 4.30, and you're walking home from work or you're walking home from school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, maybe it's a little bit shady right now. Maybe it's a little bit, like, different than what you're used to, so you you have a little bit more of a pep in your step.
1: Um, but I are you feel taking a like long route? Or are you taking a shortcut through a dark alley? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it's a bit it's, of it's like <laughs> what a like mood weird the, 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 this track just just presents For you. Sure. Like For sure. nothing like like a little like foreboding sense of danger hovering over the calm tempo. How like the, the like melody that. wanders in and out of our focus, just pacing around the room, yet also sitting in a chair, just lost in thoughts. Just, just, just like doing that simultaneously, like all Shout at once. It's this, yeah. It, it's ugh. like his work with the Hitman franchise. It's it just, it's just so like it should be treated as equal as his contributions to Assassin's Creed for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because like I, I think this does. As I've like reiterated, it's just like there's a
0: not cynicism, but more of like a uh, like you said, foreboding danger, a vague sense of like unfamiliarity that comes with winter sometimes cuz it's like man it it's serious like i'm clocking out of work at like 4:35 and it's like man okay is it really going to be sunset by the time i get home like is is that is that what the next 3 months uh, have in store for us cuz it's like sometimes winter isn't this you know picture perfect disney movie that snowball park told
1: us that it was in 3d world sometimes it can be a bit more on the sinister side oh 100% and this is a game all about murdering Exactly, exactly. It's probably our last one about murdering.
0: murder a lot of things in Spyro Two. I don't know. I <laughs> you no, do, but I an mean, Octopath you, Traveler you, though. You boy, do you kill a lot of fucking things in Octopath Traveler? And what <laughs> another what another tonal roller coaster we go from the uh, foreboding, you know, uh, sinisterness of Hitman into this is like a fucking incredible, like man, does Frostlands for Oct- Octopath Traveler just really hit? It's like the for me, it's the song that I associate with winter, like more than mm-hmm. n- more than most other songs. Period. Like it's, it's, I don't know. it, it, it's, it, it invokes a sense I, of like.
1: I, I made fun of Dylan for never finishing Octopath Traveler at all, but I, I cannot <sighs> deny it, it's a great soundtrack. I beat <laughs> and, the, I, I and beat and this is the, the main best story. track in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, you did? I oh, beat, you, the, you, okay. I beat the main story. I just
0: didn't beat the post game. That's all that oh, secret ending boss kind of thing okay. where i tell you that all the all the fine. stories are coming together. Fine. So I'm just fine, saying
1: i'll allow it. I I rolled credits 8 times
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> on 8 different stories. You got 400%, so, okay, you didn't get 5500%, but okay, I Exactly. See I didn't get 999% and flip the castle upside
0: down, but um but <laughs> no, uh Frostlands, yeah. I uh Octopath is a, is a soundtrack i will talk up for fucking ever. I could do I could do a fucking 2-hour PNBFM on that soundtrack. No shit, it is really fucking good top to bottom. But I do think Frostland it stands dense, out. Yeah. It stands out because it's you're getting introduced to Ophelia, who is your white mage kind of stand in, um, and she's very close to like um, you know clergy in her area. She's very in touch with like spirituality and stuff like that. And to my cold, bitter, agnostic Catholic heart, uh, it it, it kind of just invokes warmer memories of those kind of times. Um, of just like it's it's cold. You're getting hustled into the church. It's nice and warm in there, and you're just kind of there, like it just kind of it hits those kind of notes for me, which I guess is a bit more personal.
1: But uh, I, it's
0: it, it's very yeah. It's it's got um, a great soothing.
1: arc. Um, it, it's just a overall be- beautiful arrangement. I I've got nothing else um, f- fancy to say. Very, very
0: Miyazaki esque, I'd say. Like in terms of you know, just ambient and very like serene and like. Uh, Every pleasant b- word I can find in my fucking thesaurus right now is uh, is the accolades I give to Frostlands. So, and I might sneak in the remix because there's a remix, an official remix, because um, they did like, a remix album mm-hmm. for Octobeth Traveler of of Frostlands. It's also very solid. I'll try and get that in there as well. But before we get into that, we have to talk about the purple dragon in the room. This is Spyro 2: Ripto's Rage with Winter Tundra.
1: Winter Tundra. Oh golly, I I just I just love just just like all about the hub world tracks in Spyro. Um, just just like this, Spyro 2s especially because um their hub, hub worlds that just. Like right when you first get introduced to them, it just smacks you across the face of just this wonder and scale that it's just like, all right, here is your starting off point, and here's where the camera is positioned so you can see just 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 how how vast the area is that you can explore, and how big it is, and it, it just, oh, yeah, I, like, I do kind of wish I had a little more to say on it. I didn't play the
0: Spider Games a whole lot when I was a kid, and like try, like. Trying to invoke the the sort of feeling of the music now, it's just like, I get it. It it sounds a little bit like, uh, you know, you're falling into a deep sleep. Uh, somebody's trying to sell you like I don't know hip uh, sweaters at a college <laughs> campus. Uh, it's like, uh, buy my mix CD,
1: man. But I, I, I mean, it, 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 fair, it's, fair. I, that's me being a bit more jaded and cynical. Yeah, and, I know and and the, you know, like all three of the great. hub worlds in Spyro Two, like have this, they sound fairly similar. Um, the effect is still the same, in my opinion. Like winter oh, tundra yeah. does add a bit of a chill. Um, no pun intended. Ah, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, it's just so for me. It, it's just so pleasing and calming. Like yes, it it, it does like delve in, into more more of the what we you could say more of the uh, like alright just just but just this white white noise type music. You just put on the, put the to fall asleep. Like, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's that level of, like, calming.
0: I can see, you know, waking up on, like, a cold winter's morning, and, like, your your windows are a bit frosted over, and you put your hand over them, and you just kind of see, like, oh, here's, like, a shit ton of snowbanks kind of music. um <laughs> Like, you know, like, before you kind of get, before you get excited when you're a kid that you see snow and something, like, you, you the... You look outside like, and is,
1: you see the snow just glistening. Like,
2: it's, snow it, is just a it, very it's, it's
0: Snow is a very evocative uh, precipitation. I don't know. It's it's when there's a lot of snow, it looks like it looks so foreign. It looks so different. It looks mm-hmm. like this this, blan- this giant white blanket has covered everything. And before you turn into a cynical adult and hate everything about the snow, it's really quite a, a magical uh, element, if you will. Like, it changes you
1: know, the, the terrain completely. Yeah.
0: And I think this is a good song that kind of captures that for sure. to talk about my next pick in this Winter Wonderland of... We're gonna uh, drift into it, yes. We're gonna drift into the... (laughs) The, uh, Fendrina Drifts from Metroid Prime. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there is a uh, a PNBFM where I have talked up the the praises of this song before. But not in the ways that it invokes a sort of wintry feel. Um, you know, Metroid's not a series you really associate with, uh, Kind of co- cozy winter vibes and like uh, like kind of sinister undertones. The sinister undertones are there for a lot of Metroid music, but Andrena drifts is I don't know. It's a bit it's a bit different than the sort of techno-ish like lo-fi vibe that mm-hmm. Metroid Prime had kind of been building towards. Like uh, it, it it's you know it's very it's very snowy. It's outside. You're not cramped up in a fucking corridor. You're not going through a spaceship. You're out in the open. Kind of like wandering through, fighting these weird snow dogs or whatever the fuck, like bear dog alien hybrids they have. Uh, and man, it's just it's it's one of my favorite songs of Metroid Prime, and that's a that is a <laughs> f- that is a game shock full of great music.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely like if we if you think of Metroid as a series of its game music, like this is definitely like top five what we we just just like pop in your head
0: man that just that piano melody throughout the (laughs) entirety of of the build-up to like and here's this weird sort of windy wispy snow sound that's kind of cascading across the environment like it it's really really good
1: i I love this song as a series and its music just just it nails atmosphere so much as like as as, as much as a nintendo game can unease you the um, the P drifts uh, leaves you just just cold and driven. It's like methodical like direction just quickly changes to just, just 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 like horse with blinders on, just just focus.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're focusing on the mission. and that mission is is, I think in this part of the game, you're just trying to find like the the space pirate hideout, which is awesome in its own right. We'll probably get that in another P but uh, like going from, you know, you're going from you know caves and uh, ships and hideouts to this wide expanse and then in this wide expanse hides this kind of dark secret of like, oh, the space pirates are doing experiments on Metroids on another planet and trying to mm-hmm. infect the galaxy kind of thing it's like, okay, they're like, this, this is cool that this is where this kind of in, in, interacts with it, and environmental storytelling is literally Metroid Prime's fucking, it's one of its, well, Prime gimmicks so, <laughs> boo Oh, you can't fucking talk. He called it P-drifts.
1: He fucking abbreviation.
0: Mother. I don't. Well,
1: I I only did that because I don't know how, how how to pronounce it. That's all. I, that, that's I the entire reason. I always call it Fendrina. 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 Fendrina, 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 Fendrina? Or, or like I don't. Fend... know. That's not real. Fendrana? <laughs> Fendrina, let's, uh, 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 let's, let's, let's ask Miyamoto. How about that?
0: Let's, uh, God damn it! He didn't do have anything to do. Well. He did not have anything to do with the game. Well, He's the reason technically, I think, he did. He,
1: he did look at it and say, "Like this is like look at uh, um, what was that? Uh, Retro Studios, is it?"
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Miimoto did, did the Studios, thing looked where, at all, all their
1: games and said, "Like, all right, this is bullshit. Don't do any of this." Um, what's Jet that Metroid game you're Get at? the fuck out of here.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, Miyamoto did his Miimoto thing where he talks to Westerners
1: like, "Hey, here's how you make a game better," and then he does. And then they do so. <laughs> he just shows up with a cigarette and, and just like, all, all right, and he just doesn't say anything, and then comes back the next day like, all right, do this, um, make, um, make 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 these um, into animals and have that them talk was in my this
0: favorite, way. My favorite part of Game Over is like Miyamoto uh, couldn't smoke anywhere, so he just chain smoked in front of the Americans and the fucking board gr- like the the <laughs> broom closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. i uh-huh. things must come to an end and so too will this podcast after we talk about robert's last pick for the show which is a more recent pick in uh, a hat in times picture perfect now a hat in time that is not a game i have played the steam sale is as we are recording currently going underway i'm sure it is at least half off um it's been a game i have definitely had on my platform bucket list as a guy who likes himself a 3d platformer
1: it's it's exactly my type of platformer too. Like it, it's not something like a Mario where, all right, you need to have some sort of skill involved and like that's the whole purpose of the game. Like no, like the whole purpose here is is just to explore and see what sort, sort of like the level of care and, 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 and production went into providing you this experience. And this is exactly what the level like picture perfect in probably like my favorite, um, world. Or, or, to explore, uh, it, it's the second world. It's after after Mafia Town. Um, Mafia Town was felt more more like Mario Sunshine um, because like the, the world just just keeps changing, but it's still the world you're in. Um, but then here it, it's just like all right, here's these discrete um, sections and levels, and, and they're each like pretty much different. And um, the, the whole premise there is like um, you, you've got a team of owls and a team of, of disco penguins um, all competing and it's like all right, they're, they're trying to um, compete for wh- whomever's going to have like the the best film or whatever and, and you're the deciding yep. factor and also in the starring role it's silly it's dumb um, Jon Tron voices a character I think in one, one, of, the, one of the levels um, less, less said the better but anyway one of these levels is called picture picture perfect and what you do here is it's a it's a kind of like a winter festival, and you're trying to gain fans. Um, so you're you're going to random penguins on the streets and just interacting with them, and they take your picture. They take your picture, so it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice little um, 2D art of of the main character. Um, just just like a shot in like a compromising. Um, Image like, like 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 the the person taking the photo or, or the paparazzi. Like, bottom line, it, it, it's really just an excuse, just just to explore this environments, interact, have some cheeky fun, and that's exactly what I like in my platformers. um Just yeah. just like an open area to explore, find find all the interesting things, and um, this is this is also the point where like this level hit me the hardest in a Hat in mm-hmm. Time. Cause like so much love and care went into like everything in that area, and throughout the, the and throughout the, the the worlds as well. Just just mm-hmm. seeing see, seeing how much art it was it just 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 was put put in for 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 these like one off jokes, right? And you, you can see that, that that was the entire goal of this level. Like, like in, you're just collecting photos so you can. Um, get more likes, get more fans, and, and, and so on. Like again, it's 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 silly, it's nonsense. Um, more
0: saxophones, more saxophones from the uh, <laughs> from the Mario talk at the top. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I want to give *Ahead in Time* a shot because it really feels like a, a game, like a labor of love kind of game that that succeeds to do and everything it wants to do. So.
1: Yeah, and it's also a game with some really good music. Uh, it's it, 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 it's also like kind of interesting cuz like each world is is some sort of different platformer cuz like world 2 is like all right, each level is different cuz like we're going to do some different parodies. Um, world 1 as I mentioned is it's like Mario 64/Sunshine. Um, world 3 like my least favorite cuz like it's just an open area where you can go to like different 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 like uh, partitions it's, it's it's the same area and like all you're doing is like unlocking doors to separate like all right here's this pathway to this haunted house here's this pathway to um another area and then section four was, was uh, like just just all like this just, just this giant floating island with, with like four separate levels and it's all connected with each other um and it's just like with the main connecting piece in the middle, and it's just separate areas involved. And they each have mm. their own like more like labyrinthian. Like all right, now here comes like the the harder platforming test. And also, what comes probably the, like for this reason too, like the probably the best music in the game. Mm. Um. Oh gosh, like 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 climbing like that uh, clock tower. Uh, I think it's called like al- al- Alpine. Um, Alpine Alpine Pines Towers, something like, that. So, something like that, but it, it, it's it's just ah, oh, that is definitely a, 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 a track that like, you you just you, you want to put on repeats,
0: for sure. And honestly, a lot of these tracks I would definitely put on repeat from fucking like I I'm really digging Ape Escape for the low key, the the chill vibes, no pun intended. Frostlands like, obviously.
1: I I mentioned the dope. Brendan, <laughs> it's just like oh yeah, half the half that soundtrack is dope as shit. Other half is straight garbage. But the, the other half that's good Just save that and like oh man
0: It, it, all is, you need. it is good shit Put it on your burnt CD Because I guess that's what you're doing in 2000 Well no you had iPods at that point Put it on True, your iPod mini Put it on <laughs> your
1: CDR yes God put it on your Zune people Remember Zune everybody loves <sighs> I do I do remember you that You know
0: what at yeah. this point it might be nostalgic Just to be like hey Microsoft Why don't you just have a fucking Zune I don't know, it 2005. Uh, ass Guardians of the soon. Galaxy
1: Two buried that entire fucking hardware, Okay, it's it's great, great. Yeah, I can't whatever. wait
0: for Guardians of the Galaxy Three when they have like a fucking like a, a Windows Phone. <laughs> 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 to be fine, that's gonna be a very time and place.
1: Oh, By time Guardians Three
0: comes out, we're gonna have 2000s nostalgia back in full force. So,
1: good lord. Some could say
0: you're already here, and if you want to listen to some of our uh, 2000s nostalgia baby shit. I'm sure we've got plenty of that over at PNB Presents. Um, like, you can get this show a whole week early. Uh, if you just support us over at slash PNB for even just a meager dollar, any little support you guys can give us is really appreciated. Um, you can also listen to PNB, where uh, we have been, I don't know, very consistent this year. Very
1: consistent and long.
0: It's been a good Surprisingly year at PNB, long. I think. I think yeah. it's been one of the strongest PNB years. Uh, well, we, 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 we can... got. Yeah. Go ahead. So we've got a uh, little best of cooking up, and if you're hearing this on the general feeds, then it should already be up. Um, just to kind of celebrate 2020 for PNB, because like, oh, it shit your a- It was a really fucking difficult year for uh, for a lot of people, obviously, for a lot of different reasons, um, and a lot of, it was difficult for the PNB folks as well. But through it all, we had probably our most consistent year yet, um, and you know we, we've. Routinely, you know, just come together every week, enjoying ourselves, having a good time, and I think we found our group. In the meantime, yeah, Yeah, I really think so too. I think we're going to come into uh, the 2020s, as it were, um, coming in swinging. So, be sure to peep the P and B feeds for uh, the 2020 best of. But uh, Robert, did you have anything else you wanted to kind of plug before we uh, head on out
1: of here? Um, 2021. Um, look forward to maybe me attempting some sort of video series or two. Oh my god, um,
0: please tell me you're going to make video essays. I really want you to make video essays.
1: Oh, Jesus oh Christ. God. That's I basically rant.exe, but no, no, no. no it, it's it's probably going to be more like I'm, I'm modding I'm modding XCOM or I'm trying streaming in some capacity, but uh, we'll see if my PC can, can handle that. I, you, or if you want I want to the
0: try, if you want to try, is uh, there's uh, Dr- Goku and Vegeta mods for Risk of Rain two, and uh, I think you would enjoy Risk of Rain two through the lens of a
1: Saiyan for sure. So why have that uh, when, when you can play uh, 2020's twenty's uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Because that fucking released this year. Yeah, and it's twenty
0: three dollars right now in the fucking Steam store. Because nobody still too much cares money? It's still too much money for that game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. I'm. Everybody's fucking Dragon Ball Z punching bag. But even I can realize that. Hey, I don't need to play the fucking three Dragon Ball Z sagas for the twentieth time. <laughs> I will just play fighters. I will just play. I will just challenge Soldier Boy for the title of best fighters player on Soldier Boy stream. And Jesus. that's all it takes. How'd that go? <laughs> you made that Dude, post I- and it was like, all right. Um, what are we supposed to do with this? Everybody got one, like pretty much one match in, and then was bounced from the lobby. So everybody kind of got there. Like, it, it, it was, it was so funny. It was like a <laughs> mob of because Dragon Ball Fighters, you have the little anime avatars kind of walking yeah. around to uh, like get to point A to point B, and there's like a mob of twenty of them just following soldier way around, like it's <laughs> fucking 2006. <laughs> It was just Jesus. really fucking funny to see, cause like the game would desync at times, so everybody would just move like one frame every three seconds, <laughs> move like teleport from place to place, instant transmission all over the place. But uh, it was fun. He was high out of his fucking mind, uh, and <laughs> it was it was silly just to kind of be in that moment. But um, if, if you want to see other chicanery we get up to, uh, me and Robert have spitballed me being bad at Dragon Ball Fighters and him having commentary over it for a while, so maybe that'll happen. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, maybe, We've, maybe some. Me and some Robert have a lot of ideas
1: for a co-op series of some sort, and I think it's going to come together at some point in And I've been kicking I, this I just, can I've for a while. It. Like, I need to bring back level select because I want to do it, or I might pass it off to someone else because I'm I'm too much of a fucking anal idiot for it.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you're still playing. Like, could you make a case for something in one of the Yakuza games for a level select? I bet oh, you God, could, p- probably, but um, mm.
1: so hard I'm to just pick. Saying.
0: We're not here to pitch shows to you listeners, though. Uh, if you want to hear what we do, get up to, obviously, you have the Patreon. You can follow myself at Tierney on Twitter. You can follow Robert at 23breach. Follow the podcast network at Cast. And I think that's going to do it for us here at PNB. Hope you have a great day, and thanks for listening.